1: Hour number two at
2: Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from central Arkansas. In a moment, we'll be joined by Trey Biddy of hogsports.com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. But first, let's visit with Neil Atkinson by way of Saracens. Well, Neil, last night, I don't think anyone expected... Twenty-one to five that Arkansas would knock off Little Rock today. A little bit closer, three-three. I can't tell on my screen exactly what inning they are in at this moment. Looks like they're right in the- now we're
3: the bottom of the fourth, and uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Little Rock. I mean, uh, Arkansas is up at bat. Current pitch count is two and two. Not that I keep track of these things.
4: <laughs>
2: I imagine you don't. Uh, how crazy was last night when it came to all the uh, prop specials and, and everything else concerning the game? I'm guessing those that uh, think Arkansas went in last night as a five-and-a-half-point uh, favorite, and certainly they exceeded the over-under. I think it was like 12-and-a-half on the right. game. So I'm guessing that uh, people were quite happy last night, at least with the uh, the ones that bet both for Arkansas to win and same thing for Arkansas or at least the over-under to go above 12 and a half.
3: Absolutely. Uh, you know, Arkansas is tough for us because they do so well. Those bats can get hot. And, uh, hey, what it is with sports betting. And, and you look at the difference between, now the game's far from over right now, but you look at the difference between yesterday and today. You know, we have a, basically a, a blowout yesterday, and then we've got a competitive day today. Mm-hmm. That's the difference in pitching and batting lineups. and. That's what makes baseball especially exciting um, because even though they're the same team, there's different dynamics depending on who is on the mound uh, at any given time. So that's well, that's one of the reasons why we love baseball and it's America's pastime. Uh, specials were out today. Expect people to do well on those again today, especially if those bats get cranked up, and uh, we'll see what the result is. Had a lot of action on the NBA play-in tournament last night, people. Really do like that format. We've got a bunch of specials up surrounding that. And we're all getting ready for this weekend. We don't want to look ahead today with the game going on, but this weekend is a big series. I think it's Wu Pig weekend up there in Fayetteville. I'll be at the game on Friday night. and uh, Really, really looking forward to that. And We'll have some good specials and the betting lines on that as soon as we
2: can get them up. And there is a special opportunity. Saracen has a couple of tickets that they would like to give away.
3: Absolutely. Saracen is the presenting. Saracen Casino Resort is the presenting sponsor for the game on Friday night. Uh, A bunch of us will be up there. A lot of our contest winners on the Twitter of the tickets will be there. And... Randy, I think you're going to give an opportunity for us to give away some more tickets today, and I might even have some more for you tomorrow to give away. So I'll let you uh, decide to do that. You get me the name of the winner. Make sure you can go to the game and make sure you supply us either an email or a number you can receive a text, and I'll get those tickets over to you uh, as soon as I get them from Randy, which probably be in the next 15 or 20 minutes.
2: All right, Damon, if you would take the first caller and have a cell number or an email address that we can forward on to Neil. That way they can get these tickets. This is two tickets uh, for the Arkansas game coming up Friday night, and that is two tickets to the Arkansas-Tennessee baseball game. Is that correct, Neil? Did I get that that much correct? Absolutely,
3: versus Tennessee. And these are behind-home play tickets. So Ooh. these are the Caribbean seats. So... You will really enjoy these uh, if you get them. But good luck to to the callers and to the winner.
2: That's it's just that simple. All right, Neil, thank you. As Neil, by way of Saracen, and again, all we need is cell phone number, address, email address, and we'll get those tickets to you as soon as possible.
0: Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501 562 2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Well, good afternoon, Trey. Mm-hmm.
4: Good afternoon, Trey. We know he's not watching practice because they're not practicing.
1: Just a minute, fellas. There he is. There he All is. Right.
5: Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. I don't know what happened. It just it was I was connected and it just dropped. Well, <laughs> How's everybody doing? We just, we just, I was listening to Neil. He forgot to tell the uh, betting line for the red-white game. But, uh,
4: yeah, right. Well, since there won't be any scoring kept, I guess
5: it's going to be difficult to set a line in there. Yeah, it's going to be difficult. Uh, Pittman just wants to roll them out there and, and let, them, let them scrimmage and not worry about any gimmicky stuff with, uh, you know, the defense gets three points for a stop or four points for a turnover or things like that. So. I think it'll be entertaining, though. I mean, it was I was pretty entertained last weekend when it was just thud up and they, they scrimmaged. Oh, I watched 78 plays that they ran. Uh, but that was entertaining to me. So uh, live tackle, I think, will be, be pretty exciting, something the fans will enjoy. As you mentioned, Randy, it's, uh, it's shaving up to be a pretty nice weekend.
2: All right, Trey, is this your typical ones versus twos, or will this be ones versus ones, two
5: versus twos, and so forth? Mm-hmm. They'll mix it up. They'll start off ones versus ones, and then, or excuse me, ones versus twos, uh, twos versus ones, obviously threes versus threes. Uh, Then they'll come back, and I think they've got some other stuff in between schedule, maybe some situational stuff, and then they'll go uh, ones, ones, twos, twos, threes, threes. So it'll be a mix of both. Uh, They plan to do some kicking game with each of the units. They'll do kickoff with each of the units, um, you know, a couple punts with each of the units. Uh, but uh, it'll be just kind of a mix of ones, ones, twos, twos. They'll do third down situations, third downs to play fourth down, which is a newer thing that Sam Pittman's trying. Uh, but yeah, they'll just they'll work all aspects. I mean, I, I would think that most people wouldn't even know that you know unless you really know what the script is that they're maybe working on third downs or third down to play fourth and stuff. And they'll do red zone work, obviously. Uh, so they'll do a little bit of everything, even even kickoff. Are you seeing any
2: subtle changes? I've had several people ask me, and I have not been able to watch practice at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are you seeing any subtle changes from what you may have seen from Kendall Bryles to Dan Enos in regards to K.J. Jefferson?
5: With regard to KJ, I mean the first thing that jumps out obviously is you know the plays that they're working on under center, and that requires you know some timing with handoffs with the running backs. They're working a lot of misdirection stuff, um, shifting running backs from wide receiver, split out wide, you know, into the backfield, and, and then kicking them out again in the flats. You know, some of that stuff is is familiar, just maybe some nuances uh, are a little different. I will say, I think I ended the show with this yesterday. But what jumped out to me most is the amount of throws, the volume of throws that are going over the middle. And that's something that we don't see a whole lot with, with Kendall Browson. like, you know, more sideline passes. I think you'll see more screen passes, and I think you'll see more throws over the middle, whether it's, you know, slants or post or, um, you know, tight end seam or, uh, you know, just crossing patterns. I think you'll see uh, a lot of different things. I mentioned yesterday that it does feel to me like Isaac Tesla is starting to separate himself uh, from the from the packet wide receiver. And Andrew Armstrong's done some really good things too. It's just that with Tesla, he just seems maybe a little bit more sure-handed. And then I think Isaiah Satania is is kind of separating himself a little bit as that slot receiver. So uh, starting to see some things there, um, you know. And then uh, you know, tight end wise, I've said before, I, I think that they need to go out and get. You know, a bigger tight end that can that can also slip out and catch a pass, but can block for you in short yardage. Although I do think that Luke Has has been pretty pretty impressive so far. It's just that you know, from a size standpoint, you know he's not going to be an inline guy. He, he's going to be a guy that's going to play off the line of scrimmage and split out wide sometimes. Trey, do you think?
2: On the other hand, we will see the true RPO the true dual-threat quarterback that Stan loves so much.
5: We're still going to see that, absolutely. They're going to run RPO. They're not going to stop doing that. It's just, you know, you're going to see, you're going to see. You know, when Bobby Petrino was at Arkansas, he ran what he called the power spread, and that was elements of a spread and elements of, you know, a power run game. You know, it was, was, at the time, it was very pro-style, Attack now. Obviously, offenses, offenses have continued to evolve, uh, but that, I think that's what you get with with Enos. What he ran at Arkansas before it's you know it's very pro style, but pro style doesn't mean the same as it used to mean. You know, it doesn't mean like you know um, two you know, back just, set. Yeah, two back drive. sets, a tall quarterback that's not very mobile. You know, it, right. doesn't, it doesn't mean that anymore in the NFL. So. Uh, I, I think that's what you'll see at Arkansas. Just kind of a similar offense that, that pro teams run. Obviously, not you know you're not going to run it at the same level in terms of terminology. It's a full-time job, but it's not a full-time job, obviously, for these for these guys. Uh, but you're you're going to see a lot of the same principles, I think, that you see in the NFL.
2: Trey, I've been following. I, I don't. I can't recall exactly where you began uh, on your, let will say, day five, notes, quotes, order of appearances. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I started keeping those beginning with number seven, football day number seven. But the one thing that I've been able to kind of go back and, and uh, I guess you can say, uh, see what, is, it's like you did with the offensive line where you went, position by position, the offensive mm-hmm. line. And this day, such and such started here and so forth. My point is, in going from basically day seven, or practice seven, I should say, through the most recent, which is day 12, it looks like those lists are now becoming that, that order of appearance. are. Be- it's beginning to take shape,
5: if that makes, yeah. makes sense. I think so. I think we're – I mean, this is – Four days in a row now that we've seen Patrick Kutis at right tackle, it feels like he's starting to assume that position. We know the coaches loved him when he was a recruit. You know, when, when he signed with Arkansas and then when he got to campus, you know, we just heard a lot of really good things about Patrick Kutis, uh and his potential for the future. I'll tell you another guy, by the way, who gets that same kind of talk is, is Luke Brown, uh, who is... Uh, is is not been able to go through spring, but that was a guy they had real high hopes for. He ended up having a um, knee surgery, not an ACL, but knee surgery, uh, and wasn't able to go through spring. But that might be a guy to watch also because we hear the same kind of stuff said about him. But Kudus, uh, you know, was they recruited him as Pittman said to play offensive tackle. He was the number two hundred and two ranked prospect in the country coming out of high school on twenty four seven Sports. He was viewed as a guy that could also potentially play defensive tackle. So that tells you what kind of athlete he is. But they were not pleased coming out of that first scrimmage with uh, the right tackle spot in particular. That was an area where they were, you know, came away going, you know, we gotta we got to figure something out there. And so that's when they decided to move Kutis over there. They are working at left guard uh, in its center and, and now moved him to, to right tackle. I still think that they... I, I think they need to figure something out at center in terms of who's going to be the backup center because up until this past week, it was Kudis who's going to be the backup guy. I mean, they, they have, you know, a second-team offensive line, but that's not really – that doesn't tell you who's going to go into an actual game, you know. So I always think it's better to move one player versus moving two players, you know, and that's what they would have to do. They'd have to move Kudus from right tackle, move him to center, and then they'd have to put a new right tackle in. So, um, they need to figure that out some kind of way. Who's going to be there? Maybe they maybe the answer's in the portal. I don't know. But uh, they've got to figure that out some kind of way. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that it's looking good with Joshua Braun at right guard. I don't think that that's 100% settled yet to Kish Crawford. Uh, Marion Harris also still battling there. Uh, obviously, Bo Limmer's been a staple at center since the start of spring. Brady Latham uh, at left guard or left tackle. You, you could still move Brady Latham out at left tackle. Uh, but you know Devon Manuel has kind of been a project since he got to Arkansas he was he was well regarded as a recruit but he wasn't a four star and one reason is he was he just needed to redo his body reshape his body i mean he was listed at 370 as a freshman but there are reports out there that he was 390 69 390 at Arkansas when he when he first arrived and uh, I, I can tell you he was you know From his belly up, he was pretty top heavy. Uh, And he is really, really like, you know, just big up top, not like necessarily big legs, just big up top, uh, but looked athletic with his legs. And, you know, he dropped weight last year, obviously. And then again, has dropped weight and looks, you know, felt, I guess would be the word. I think he'll probably get up. He's about 310 right now. I think he'll probably be about 325, though, uh, after the summer conditioning. Summer training cycle, I think he'll he'll probably pack on some more lbs uh, and really be able to anchor that spot there. But uh, yeah, I think the, I think the offensive line is definitely taking shape.
2: I like you, Marian Harris. I've got to believe yeah. he's going he's going to find some playing time, Trey. though you not believe?
5: Me. I, I think so. I think Marion Harris is a future starter at Arkansas. That was another guy. You know, I mentioned Kudis, and I talked about Luke Brown, but Emery was another guy um, that I know for a fact somebody you know told. Somebody told me, you know, Pittman, you know, said when he first got there, he goes, that's what they're supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So uh, I do think it's interesting, though, that, you know, the biggest player on Arkansas's roster several years in a row now has been a true freshman. It was uh, Jalen St. John a few years ago. He was at 359. Uh, It was Devon Manuel, uh, who was 390, listed at 370. Uh, And then – uh, Marion Harris, I believe, was 369. I think is what he was listed at as a freshman, and now the biggest guy on the team is Paris Patterson, uh, who's 360. Kind right, of Talk about. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. I was just. I always have said for a long time. You know, you can build an offensive lineman from a guy. You know, Frank Ragnow. You know, was 275 or so. Uh, Ricky Stromberg was 265 when he arrived on campus. Uh, You can build a guy up, but I always think it's best if you can bring a guy in who's maybe a little heavy and take the weight down, and I've got to think that you build much lighter on your feet as an offensive lineman going from 370 down to 320.
2: Talk about the development of Andrew Chambly.
5: This is another player
2: Mm -hmm. I really like.
5: Yeah, chambly has got a future, no question about it. I think he just probably needs to cook a little bit longer, probably the same. With a Marion, uh, probably just need uh, a little bit more time, weight room, um, you know, getting their body right. You know, I talked about a Marion to at 369. Uh, you know, he's 297 now. He's one of the lighter offensive linemen on the team at 6'7. Chambly, you know, he's always been around, you know, 305, 3'10 or so, about 6'6. De- Chambly is definitely a tackle, the way he's built, the way he's put together. A Marion, I think, could probably go either tackle or, or guard. Uh, but uh, both of those guys, I, I think, are, are are future starters at Arkansas. I mean, they're already they're already pushing. So eventually, I think they'll probably break through.
4: I tell you, I, I right. just have to – I didn't laugh out loud because, Trey, you're using sports lingo that's pretty hilarious. You know what you just said? Okay. You said, what? this guy's got a future, but he needs to cook a little longer. <laughs> now, yeah. What is that? That's mean? what Coach Nut used to say. <laughs> he needs to cook yeah. a little longer. Well, what kind of future does he have if he cooks? My God. Yeah. Put him yeah. back in. He's not done yet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Turn him over.
4: I'm sorry. I just couldn't help it. You know, it was, that was kind yeah. funny. By the way, yesterday, Sam Piva made the comment, and I know you've addressed a lot of things. If you did, I'm, I'm sorry I missed it, but mm-hmm. he said he doesn't want to lose one player to the transfer portal off this team. And you've said all along there might be another player or two. Do you think it's possible they could keep everybody that's there right now? That's their desire.
5: Possible. Unlikely, I think. Um, But I think it's possible. Yeah, I do. Uh, You know, and I look across the the roster right now. There are a few guys here and there that, you know, are older players that aren't really making a push uh, to contribute. You know, I can – i don't want to signal anybody out but i mean you can probably figure it out You're in, heading into you know your third year and you're not you're not pushing to the start or being the too deep then you know that's um those are guys that you probably look at but there are also other guys that you don't think you know mike woods went through all of spring and then transferred starting wide receiver you know that was certainly unexpected so things can like that can happen um you you may you know you may have stuff happening you know under your nose that you you don't know a guy's being recruited off your roster and that's definitely possible too. Uh, but he did say that. I think he wouldn't have said that if he didn't mean it. And um, you know they've got eight slots available right now. I've said before where where I think those spots should be. I think they they need you know a, maybe an older linebacker. Although I'm starting to feel better and better about the linebacker core, especially, you know, thinking about the first three games being, you know, what you would consider winnable home games. That's some time to, to maybe get your feet wet a little bit for some of those younger guys. hate Manny Powell got deemed up. He was looking really good this spring, but uh, he'll be back. But uh, uh, an older veteran linebacker I think would be good. Two safeties. That would get them to 18 scholarship defensive backs, which I think is the magic number there. Um Two defensive tackles, absolutely no questions. No, no, like I think they could use or maybe they need. They need two defensive tackles. Um, I mean, they just they just do. Uh, maybe an offensive lineman. Um, you know, I mentioned that they're at 14 scholarship offensive linemen. You'd like to have them at least 15 scholarship offensive linemen, uh, and then beyond that, maybe a veteran tight end, and then that gives them one spot left to to do whatever they want with.
2: Well, Trey, all right. We will talk with you tomorrow. That is trade yeah, by yes. hogsports.com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Up next, Bart Reed, pure sweat basketball skills, as Drive Time Sports will continue.
6: Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only. Companies are shifting their telephone systems to the cloud, and you should too. ESIE Cloud PBX has everything you need. Features like work from anywhere, video calls, and advanced security tools make ESIE Cloud PBX one of the best choices for any business. Opt out of the high cost of your traditional phone system and move to the cloud. Sign up for an online demo at NSGDV.com and get your system active. Activated at no charge. Network Services Group One Call Does It All. What's up, everyone? It's Christian Weaver from The Zone. Thursday, Justin and Wes will be back in studio for the first and only time this week. We'll be talking Arkansas baseball versus Witterrock and the NBA play-in. Richard Davenport will join us to talk all things Arkansas recruiting. Dr. Warren Tomelli will tell us all about the injuries in the sports world.
5: Mayor Frank Scott Jr. will come on in the second hour as well. And in the final hour, we'll, of course, have entertainment and birthdays. It's all that and much more. Thursday in The Zone, where sports and entertainment
6: come crashing together. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton and their fun loans. It's the time of year to get outside and enjoy the great outdoors. Alcoa Community FCU in Benton can make all your outdoor playtime dreams come true with a fun loan. If you want a new boat or motorcycle, hop in a new side by side or personal watercraft, is a new RV in your outdoor dream? Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton can make all these outdoor dreams come true. Apply today for a low rate fun loan at alcoacommunityfcu.org, now serving Garland, Grant, Hot Spring, and Perry County. Stop by Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy and check out Arkansas' very own Spartan Zero-Turn Mowers manufactured in Batesville. And if you're a fan of quality, look no further. Hennard's carries still handheld equipment. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Searcy. Your hometown dealer, no matter where you live. 501-268-1987.
1: Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. Our hearts go out to the hundreds of people whose homes were damaged or destroyed in the recent tornado. The amount of property lost is over. Overwhelming. We know this is a stressful time, and we're here to help if we can. I want to tell you about a few discounts and low finance rates we have. We have 1.9% financing available on the Bighorn Ram Crew Cab. We also have up to $9,000 off on the Laramie Crew Cab, 4x4s. Four and we have $7,000 off on New Grand Cherokee Limited. Just look for the green tags, folks. The green tag is my very best price. There is no haggling, no negotiating. We have all of our inventory marked. We have lots of inventory for you to look at. And we are making deals because it's a time that we need to help. We want to earn your business. Just tell us what we can do. Come see us today at Fletcher Dolls and Warden Road in Sherwood. Or you can shop us online anytime at FletcherDeals.com.
6: Former Razorback baseball player Tyler Spoon is on Out of Bounds, presented by First Horizon Bank. With First Horizon Bank grant programs, you may qualify for up to $12,000 in discounts on your next mortgage loan. First Horizon is an equal housing lender and member FDIC.
0: Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. For peace of mind, share with us a piece of your heart. This is Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive time sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer.
2: I'm Randy Rainwater. Um, this is the day to make your reservation for tomorrow night at the Riverfront Steakhouse because this is a Thursday night special only. Thursday night chef special $36 dinner for two. And it all starts with the Riverfront Salad Bar, that is the famous salad bar with. The baby shrimp and all the other potato salad. I could go on and on. I mean, there's over 30 different items to choose from uh, on the salad bar. You know, it came back by popular demand. We, we kind of forgot that this was one of the most popular elements. But then what happened is uh, COVID and things changed. But now it's back. Then you get to pick from two entrees. Two the Panay Pasta Carbonara or the Grilled Chicken Breast which is, oh by the way, my favorite 10 ounce lemon pepper, black and go blacken. and uh, 6 of the Gulf Jumbo Shrimp Fried or Scampi hold your hand out, extend it from the wrist to the end of your fingertips, that is the average size of the Gulf Shrimp and then you get to pick two sides tell you once again I say a steak goes perfect with a baked potato. Then that grilled chicken breast either goes perfectly with the baked potato, but probably in this case I go mashed potatoes. They have, I mean, the mashed potatoes are fantastic. So are the onion rings or the spinach supreme, Popeye the Sailor Man. So make your reservations now. Riverfront Steakhouse, Wyndham Hotel, North Little Rock. Dinner for two. Thirty-six bucks. As for William R. Shapur, you will not be disappointed. That is the Thursday night special at the Riverfront Steakhouse Dinner for two for $36. Now, I am not seeing on my screen, unless I'm missing something, I'm not seeing Bart Reeve for the moment. So, I guess we will um, continue on until we hear from Bart. Would you Uh, like
1: to know the winner? Absolutely. All right, our two tickets for Friday's ball game goes to Bryce Green. And I will Bryce put his Green. phone number on the uh, screen here in a minute and you'll be able to get that to uh, Neil.
2: Okay, very good. Uh congratulations. And uh
4: enjoy those man. tickets. Hey, on the on the secondary market they're going for big bucks, so enjoy those tickets. Make sure you use them. And if you're talking, Rick, is that
2: the best seat in the house, right behind home plate?
4: Yeah, provided there's no, not a really windy day. Uh, on windy days, it comes right through the entrance, and those right behind the plate probably get chillier. But uh, it's going to be a a warm day, a warm evening, so you'll be okay. Yeah, those are good tickets. Do we know what is the expected? Yeah, Hilo. it's supposed to be. Oh, it's supposed to be in the. Uh, upper 70s so you, for everything they're doing on uh, this weekend you think about um, softball, baseball Friday's high is 79 Saturday's high is 77 so that, that's enjoy that because Sunday the high is 64 so Friday and Saturday are the best days of the weekend That sounds like short
0: weather to me, wearing shorts yeah, the old ball game I'd say you
4: could certainly do that
0: Bart Reed's player profile and scouting report is brought to you by The Hoop 5 Basketball Academy
2: Bart, before we begin, I must ask you uh, I have several people ask me What is Hoop 5? What do you do at Hoop 5? Where can it be found? What's its location? So forth and so on So, uh we have the intro, yep. but we really don't talk about hoopify. So here, talk about. I Hufi. know.
7: Yeah, we should t- we should talk about it more because uh, being a relatively new place, it can kind of be a little bit confusing. Because I'm with Pure Sweat, and that's different. So if you want to look at it, so hoopify is a full service training facility. So hoopify is the name of the gym. So it's a private facility where we have you know four goals. We have shooting guns. We have a vertimax. So we do customized skill development for basically players of any age and we tier them up and we we get a real customized uh development plan for that athlete and we work on a monthly model because we want commitment and we want to work with people long term so almost like a gym membership you come in and you get so many lessons with that and the gym is pretty much open 24 7 i do all the training and all the curriculum break game film down, we, we, we talk to coaches, we see exactly what the player needs but the Hoop Fi is the actual facility itself and it's located in Shared Arkansas um, right downtown, super easy to get to we have a website, it's hoopfiacademy.com got all the information on it but it's in Shared in Arkansas and it is a really nice place, Randy as you know, with high schools and school access, it's it harder and harder whether it's dead periods or practicing so nice when you have a private facility that you can go work out at 4 o'clock a.m., you can work out at 11 o'clock at night during the summer, so it's a really nice thing to have for really basketball players of all skill levels, but certainly the serious and really advanced ones that want to find a way to get in the gym no matter what the time is. And what age ranges
2: do you have?
7: So, Randy, I'll I'll say this because it's a pretty common question. I'll take it more on skill level so i think if you're if you're looking at the average player most of the time players are really starting kind of these 10-foot goal leagues at about third grade second or third grade but some are on lower goals till kindergarten so it really depends if you have a you have a first grader that's really advanced it's never too young to start start skill development really the question gets to be is how time management being time efficient so I wouldn't put an age on it. Our youngest right now is, is first grade. Um, but I would look at it, seriousness of the player, more skill level. So we go first grade, really all the way up, and we're up through college. We're, you know, overseas guys, and so we're, we're doing it all the way up. That's our youngest. Most of our players, Randy's fall in around that sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, all the way up through college. That's when players really start to begin to kind of notice what they want to do and become really serious about a sport
2: so if i can't walk talk and chew gum don't apply i mean it really is not beneficial to go and put that kind of expense out if i can't walk talk and chew gum and especially i'm not very skilled at basketball
7: well certainly randy for us because i think there's a difference between you know you've had drew handling on show and drew's i'm under drew handling and drew's got Zach Levine, uh, uh, Bradley Beal, Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, Tyler Hero. So he's got a ton of NBA All Stars. There are people that do general skills, and by general skills, Randy, I mean cones and two balls and this. And they're kind of I do really game enhancement, real game skills. So if you're not going to do it in a game, I'm not going to do it. So traditionally, I have not taken a ton of younger players because I'm more in the Advanced live ball attack line break film down, but certainly we have expanded that to take more younger players. Because to be honest, a lot of younger players are getting really good in a hurry. So, but no, Randy, I, I would really evaluate that if you're just learning to dribble and and just starting out, get get a year or two under you, work in the backyard, and then then go see a skill development guy.
2: Okay. All right, it is our weekly time to talk about the male and the female performers of the week, the hoop performers of the week.
7: Well, Randy, I, w- I, w- I want to do this a little different because it's summertime, so we're as we're coming up on this live period. I want to do this because we got a girls live period, so I want to do two boys because we transition into what we have, session one of the live period for recruiting. So, for boys, and the girls schedule is a little different, so I'm going to mix it up on you. So, We have coming up, not this weekend, but next weekend, is the first live period for college coaches that they can come and evaluate Arkansas talent, but talent all over the country. So that first period is April 21st through the 23rd. And that is where Bill Ingram and his Hawks will be in session one in Omaha, Nebraska. The EYBL will be in Atlanta. And you just have what I would call officially, Randy, as we talk about when does summer basketball start, it starts this coming up the weekend after next, where we have a ton of coaches will be on hand. And with that said, I cannot talk and not talk about Honor Boateng, who has really gone through this next-to-last USA training camp, Randy. If he makes this cut and makes the next, he is officially part of the FIBA team that will hit the international stage. So Honor Boateng will be hitting the court for the Arkansas Hawks coming up in Omaha, Nebraska, the 21st to the 23rd. Randy, I talked to Bill Ingram. Their first game is against Trey Young. Trey Young's team, super talented team. The next game is probably against maybe the best team in the country. That is the 2024 Compton Magic. And that will be a battle upon battles. where there will be probably two to 300 college coaches wow. sitting there watching that game. So this is where Honor has an opportunity. If we talk, he's on the cusp of that McDonald's All-American. This is where I think Nick Smith, during this same time period, really started to separate himself and make that run. Honor Botang, the Arkansas target, will certainly, this is a huge weekend for him coming up. The hey, other
0: one?
2: You, oh, okay. Oh, no, go ahead, okay, hold nope, on, just go ahead Randy. I'm, I'm just going to ask you, headed into 2024, would you say that Honor is the state's number one recruit?
7: Yes, Honor Honor is the state's number one recruit. And, Randy, I, I really think, by the way, reports I'm getting that he just performed in this USA basketball camp, he could be, really, when you transition this grassroots season with the numbers he puts up, he could be the number one crew, recruit in the region. He, I think he is really on an uptick, and he's taken a huge uptick already. But this guy wowed some people in Houston. They had the USA camp when the Final Four was going on. Honor played extremely well and has been really consistent all the way through the process. So he is definitely the number one target in the state.
2: Okay. All right. My my bad. I just
7: had to ask that question. Oh, great question. So, hey, number two, Dallas Thomas. Dallas Thomas, while Honor is in Omaha, he will be right across the street in Atlanta. Coach Musselman, I just spoke to him earlier today, will be in Atlanta watching. So, again, this is the 21st through the 23rd. Bradley Bill Elite, 2024, Dallas Thomas, eight, do it all, guard forward from Parkview. This is also a huge summer for Dallas. He really looks at can he can he climb back up, get in that top 20, get in the top 25, and have a big summer, and I think coach, coaches are—I know—coaches are, know, are going to really look to see how he scores this summer. So how he puts the ball in the hole and how aggressive he is offensively is really going to kind of determine how high he can shoot up. And I, I think he looked great in the state tournament. His shot seems—he seems healthy. Randy, you know this. Dallas has kind of battled some injuries, but he looks healthy, and I think he's ready to go.
2: You answered my question when you answered. About his health, because uh, bless his heart, he battled injuries this past he- basketball season. Absolutely. All right, Bart, hang on. We've got one more second with Hoop five and Bart Reed. Thanks to Hoop five Drop time sports will continue. Moment.
6: Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on the
5: Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway.
6: Try two new delicious wing flavors at Slim Chickens. Get some saucy sweet heat with Honey Hot, a glaze of honey mixed with maple and smoldering cayenne, or that tangy southern taste of Carolina Gold, a zesty rich southern sauce with a subtle kick. Two limited time additions to the House Wing Flavors lineup. Download the Slim Chickens app today. It's the easiest way to order, plus, you could earn
0: some tasty rewards. Only at chickens. Seventy years ago, the king of American muscle cars, Chevrolet's Corvette, was born. Today, the Corvette
5: Stingray is hotter than ever.
0: This month at Saracen Casino, one lucky player will win a breathtaking Stingray.
5: Play in April at Saracen and qualify to win a Corvette Stingray from Smart Chevrolet. Featuring all your favorite games and more, Saracen Casino is the only place to win a new Corvette.
4: Saracen Casino Resort.
6: Vegas, Arkansas
5: style. Gambling problem? Call 800 525
6: And it can all be found at your favorite Central Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is spaghetti for only $7.49 per pound, paired with seasoned green beans for just $4.49 per pound.
5: David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer.
6: Well, we finally made it. Warmer temperatures are upon us. You're going to want to get out and be on the lake or enjoy your favorite vacation spot, but you don't want to do it with achy joint pain. Hey, everybody, RJ Hawk here. If you've got that achy joint pain that I was just talking about, you need to go see my friends over at QC Kinetics today. They use the latest, most advanced regenerative treatments to end your pain, and they do it the natural way. Regenerative medicine harnesses your own body's healing agents to restore and repair damaged tissue, like in your knees, hips, shoulder, and even your back. This precision treatment is done in office with no drugs and no downtime. Look, there's folks all over central Arkansas that is using QC Kinetics. In fact, my own neighbor came to me the other day and said he tried out QC Kinetics and said it has changed his life. It's time to end that pain and get your life back. Call QC Kinetics today for a free consultation. That's 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. It's QC Kinetics.
0: Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater.
4: local tacos for life is and lock it in because you know what you're going to love everything that you eat there and you're going to love helping others and one thing we don't talk about often enough probably is if you're having a big party at home you're having some function that you'd like to have catered tacos for life caters and you'll love the menu that they have available for catering but let's just say it's just you and your family you head for tacos for life you have a variety of their delicious tacos. Maybe you have the Hawaiian shrimp taco, which is my favorite. Maybe you have the Baja fish taco, which is really good, too. I like the grilled chicken taco. You can add a lot of them in there. They're all really good. I could name them all, because every one of them is good. Or maybe you want one of their bowls. Uh, maybe you want a uh, one, of their, one of their nacho dishes. You can have any of them you want to, and every time you buy a meal, you're going to be furnishing a meal for someone who's food insufficient. That's what they do at Tacos for Life.
2: And that's Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Once again, on site, outside, sunshine, blue skies, about 75 degrees right now. The line is forming here at the Hall.
4: Well, we going to get concert. Justin? On, is Justin going to come on the show with us?
2: I know he's too, he's too scared to come on.
4: Well, wait, I would go on their show, although usually no, he's, he's not. He's not on yet. He comes on at the very end, but uh, he's I too scared to come on. Why?
2: Uh, I, 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 oh, I don't know why. Because it's, I guess it's drive time sports. Look, I he guess, could
4: come on. We could talk about baseball. We both love baseball. We could do that for you know ten minutes or well, so. You got board, you got to tell audience.
2: you know Chicken Little
4: that he needs to come on. Or Chicken Moore. Uh, tell well, him to come on. I don't have his... I don't have his, his number either.
2: Because well, otherwise man. I'd be terrorizing him right now.
4: Hey, David Basil, you listening? You've got Justin's cell number. Get him on the show here.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's... it's. I, I told Justin Acri I wouldn't come in here today unless Justin Moore came
4: on. Well, well when's the concert I, start? What time?
2: Uh, Chuck, what time does it start? 6.30? 7.30. 7.30. Oh. He's probably Man. taking a nap. He's, he's well, so he's got
4: plenty of time. And, you know, the thing is, he's the star of the show, so he's not going to be the first one to perform anyway, right? No. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Right. But,
2: you know, it's it's little old drive-time sports. It's not morning mayhem, or it's not national television.
4: If, we, if, we, or, if he doesn't come on the show, believe me, next Tuesday morning, I'm going to say, Justin, where were you? Getting there's Ra- There's Randy promoting your concert it's all for the good of tornado victims. Oh. Right? I'm Justin Moore. Well, he's I, fine I, oh, he's famous. I, I get
2: that. I don't want to come on because I'm afraid of
4: Rick Schaefer. Well, he's not and afraid I, of me, but the you you wonder now there's some guys I don't know how long he performs. Okay. So and I, I don't I really don't know how long some performers do. Sometimes some come out the only recent concerts i've seen are chicago i really like them chicago they'll they'll do i don't know 15 20 songs they they don't they're not out there all night i was reading where uh, and i would not buy a ticket to a taylor swift concert i think she's okay to me but i i saw where she her first concert when she came back after all that controversy with ticketmaster and everything she did 44 songs 44 so i'm i'm guessing justin doesn't do 44 I guess he doesn't do that, man. No, I, I I don't sing. Anyway, that we got long. Bart on. I'm sorry, I'm I'm running into this time. Sing, we, I'm gonna sing a song look, or two,
2: and then I'll retreat. We can talk about luxury at Six o'clock. a luxury RV. Yeah. Thank you all who showed up to watch me sing a couple of songs. No, my no, name no, is I'm, Justin we're, Moore.
4: We're we're stealing Bart's
0: time. Bart Reed's sorry. player profile and scouting report is brought to you by the Hoop Five Basketball Academy.
7: Uh, Rick, I'm I'm still Rick. I'm still on recovery mode because Randy and I played golf <laughs> in the golf yeah. tournament. Yeah, and I, I just felt so embarrassed. Randy carried me all day long. Just he did? That's all not day. true.
4: Wow, because Ra- true. Randy was talking about what a great athlete and good golfer you are, and yeah, he hadn't played in ten years, and you're saying he carried you? had <laughs> hey, one
2: that went so far that we had to get a radar detector to find a, a radar. Uh, <laughs> ball finder because he hit it so far. Wow! Uh, unfortunately, it was hey, we
7: did pretty over. good for some guys that hadn't played in a while. <laughs>
2: no, <laughs> Isn't we that were right happy.
7: Part? We were happy that
2: we didn't have a bogey. I actually That's finished right. one. I finished one under Rick.
4: You did by yourself.
2: By myself, huh? I finished one under. Really? That that is the that that I am using the Tommy Smith oh. recording system. Which meant I only lost one ball. That's what I was thinking. Only
4: one went underwater? Yeah. I only okay. lost one ball. <laughs> okay.
2: and I dunked, And I dunked it well. Mark, um, sometimes I don't think you quite realize the things that you say that we catch. Did you realize what you said a few moments ago that the rest of us now are saying, what else did you talk to him about? You said you talked to Coach Musselman.
4: earlier today. Yeah, so you probably knew that Anthony Black, and you had told us, last week you gave us hope, and then this Monday was like, now we're down to 1% or something, so you knew that was coming, (coughs) right? Yeah.
7: Yeah, and listen, that's 100%, I think, the right thing to do, and when you really look at it for what's best for the young man, and that's really what this is all about. Of course. Anthony Black 100% made the right decision, so yes, you know, Coach Musselman is, is Really, really on top of his stuff. And obviously, just I think he loves this period for recruiting. So I, I went ahead and talked to Coach Mus about what he's looking at because he said he's going to attend the Nike session in Atlanta coming up in this first period. So Adidas and Nike have, and, and Under Armour have these back to back. So we, we've got one coming up on the 21st and then the 28th. So he said he is going to Atlanta, and his top targets are Isaiah Evans, David Costello, Amari Ali from Houston Hoops, and Trey Johnson. So if anybody's into a recruit, that's who he would be hitting the EYBL, the Nike circuit in Atlanta, not this weekend but next. Those are the players he said he is going to watch. They're must-watches for him. Hmm. So there's a little pearl. There
2: you go, what, about the, uh, what about the what about the what about the transfer portal? How much
7: more is he going to? Is there another one? Is there another one
4: coming in the next twenty four hours? <laughs> and yeah. You don't have to tell
7: I us who. You. you don't have to tell us who. I think that is a very how do you say it fluid situation where even if I told you something, I think it would probably change. But it could. you know, he, he's saying he's gonna he's gonna use the transfer portal to the maximum benefit of the program, and so. Of course. That leaves it (laughs) open-ended stuff. He's always looking.
4: Okay, so to use it again, then somebody has to be gone, whether it's Davis or what about Jordan Walsh? What's your gut feeling on Jordan Walsh?
7: I've always felt that Jordan is a lock to stay, and I I think for a couple of reasons. I think he knows he needs it, but I think he really feels like that Coach Musselman really has the key to getting him where he needs to be, and that's great. That's that's the way players should believe in their coaches. And I think the system is set up that you can really build around him, but I do. I I, I would be shocked. I I'm almost bet anything I got that he is going to stay. This, certainly this year, I think, a lot. And, guys, he might be there for the next year. I, I think he really is looking at this as a long-term process, and he has wow. time. His time in the league will be there, so I would not be surprised to see him here two more years.
4: Wow, interesting! Wow, you know, you think you think about it. There's this rush to get to the NBA. Like, okay, we got to get there so you can get the second contract. Number one, there's no guarantee you get a second contract. That's right. But if you're 20 years old and you're that good, you don't have to be 19. If you're 20, if you're 21, if if you play in the NBA for say 10 years, you will never have to work again if you don't want to. If you play yep. because your second and third contracts are gonna be that you're gonna be that wealthy. And so what's the difference if you start at nineteen, twenty, or twenty one? <laughs> you're still only talking uh, about ten years only takes you to be thirty one and you know, uh, if the average lifespan you're gonna live another forty something years. Why do you have to go so early?
7: You, you you don't. And all they have to do is look at an Arkansas Star Joe Johnson did not leave until his junior season, and he played what fourteen, thirteen years. Like that, than that is yeah. proof in the pudding, right there. There is Joe no Klein. rush yeah. to get there.
4: Joe Klein, was no he, rush. He played until he was almost forty, didn't he?
7: Yeah.
4: And, yeah. And he was, and he was a fifth-year senior at Arkansas. So yeah, you know, he still played fifteen or sixteen years. Yep. And the NBA's not going to run out of money. No, they
7: have plenty.
2: Probably not. <laughs> probably probably not. All right, Bart, we will talk with you uh, tomorrow. Yeah, talk to yep. Bart tomorrow. That is Bart Reed. Your sweat basketball skills. Thanks to Hoop 5. Hour number three straight ahead. Drive time sports will continue.
6: Turkey season is here, and at Fort Thompson's, they have all the gear from Sitka, Old Tom, Branded, Woodhaven, Houndstooth Calls, Avian X, and Higdon Decoys, and tons of TSS and Longbeer turkey loads. Get ready for the season at Fort Thompson's in Sherwood. This is Pat Bradley. Tune in every Tuesday when I join Justin and Wes in the Zone. Brought to you by River City Flooring.